Welcome to Training for Godliness, the podcast program of Spiritual Fitness Ministries of Greenwood, South Carolina. I am your host, Chaplain Gray. This podcast looks at various ways to train, keeping in mind the eternal benefits we receive through Jesus Christ. Thank you for joining us. Once again, our sponsor of this episode is Young's Concrete of Greenwood. Their support helps us reach more people. Today, we'll be discussing the spiritual discipline of fasting. I consider this the first of our advanced T4G workout. You really need to have a well-established discipline of prayer and Bible study to make the most of this part of your intentional spiritual workout. Okay, I'm really excited to have uh, as a return guest on my podcast, Mike Roberts. Uh, He and I worked together at uh, Camp Harrison several years ago, and uh, we just, uh, I, I just love Mike's way and his his wonderful spirit. He's a good man of God. He's also an associate pastor uh, at a church uh, in the area there uh, in the mountains of North Carolina. So uh, it's really good to have uh, you back with us, Mike. Uh, just tell our listeners a quick little something about yourself and update us on on uh, what you've been up to. Yes, sir. Well, thank you again for having me. I've been looking forward to coming back. I always enjoy getting to talk to you and visit with you and being your podcast is a great honor for me, so thank you for having me. And um, as you mentioned, I'm an associate pastor at a church called Unified City Church in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina, here in the mountains, and been married now for 15 years. My wife, Nicole, and I, we've got four children, three daughters, and a son. And I work, as you mentioned, at Camp Harrison, where I met you, and you and I served together for a summer there. And so we're doing really good, and, and camp's going great. My family's doing well. Everyone's healthy, so really can't complain there. And, again, excited to be back with you on, on your podcast. Well, that's great. Thank you so much, Mike. I, I'm uh, I'm really excited. Uh, I, when I mentioned this topic to you sometime back, you were – you were quick to say, "Man, I want to be in. I want to be in on this one." So, uh, so I'm I'm uh, I'm excited that uh, that you were uh, were very interested uh, in the topic. For for those of you that have listened to the podcast, some you may remember that when I first started my podcast, I had a series uh, about uh, spiritual disciplines, and uh, Mike was one of my first episodes, and we had a really good episode that day, and. Uh, I think that was a great start to this whole project of mine, and um, I'm looking forward to uh, really uh, getting into fasting, I think, is really a little bit more of an advanced uh, discipline, if you will, uh, you know, beyond uh, just, I don't think you can go into fasting uh, as a newbie, as a new believer, and someone who's not, you know, established a little bit of a prayer, you know, habit because this certainly is about spending time with God. So, um, you know, uh, uh, tell us a little bit. Um, I, I know your interest, you, you must you must do some fasting, and, and uh, tell us a little bit about that, Mike. Sure. Well, I, I like the word you used, uh, or the phrase you used, spiritual discipline, because certainly that's what fasting is. And I've fasted 
on a somewhat regular basis now for several years, mm-hmm. and it's not always easy to do. It wasn't an easy thing to start doing, just like you indicated there, but and not always fun during the middle of it. <laughs> but I always <laughs> find it worthwhile, and it is something that I, I'm glad that I've, I've developed the habit of practicing. It's been beneficial to me spiritually, and again, we can talk more about this as we go, but it's something I do want to uh, somewhat regular basis, and I, I'm thankful that it's something God has given us as a, a tool to be able to walk with Him and and to discipline ourselves and our spiritual life, and, and to be able to kind of clear the air, so to speak. And we'll discuss that some more. But that's kind of my approach to fasting: is to clear the air and prepare myself to receive from the Lord or to hear His voice about something or to pray about mm-hmm. something. That's kind of been my approach over the years to fasting. Wonderful. Well, I know, you know, when I first think about fasting, Mike, I, you know, every year around Lent, you know, I'll hear somebody say, well, you know, I've given up, uh, I've given up chocolate. You know, that's, that's yes. my fast. And I'm going, well, now, you know, I don't know that, I don't know that that's so much a fast. You know, I mean, you know, that, that's, that's not a very, well, for some people, it probably is very difficult, but I, I don't know that that captures the spirit of, of what fasting is, does it? Well, you know, the way I personally define fasting, um, let me give you my, my personal Mike Roberts definition. Most right. people think about fasting in terms of food, and, and probably mm-hmm. food is the most common understanding. But the way I personally define fasting is fasting is voluntarily, and that's an important word because I don't think God makes us do this. It's something that we can choose to do or choose not to do. So mm-hmm. fasting is voluntarily abstaining from something we would normally have, and the reason we would do that is we would abstain from, the, from those things for spiritual purposes. And so okay. food is one of the primary things and probably the most commonly thought about thing. Sometimes right. if I fast, I may fast from a specific food as opposed to food in general or food totally. Okay. But also, I, I, I practiced fasting from television at certain times, maybe fasting from social media. So to me, fasting involves a certain um, element of sacrifice. You're, you're, you're having to go without something that you would like to have. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I would say if somebody is a chocolate connoisseur and eats chocolate quite a bit, then that might qualify. <laughs> okay, okay, sure. I chocolate a whole lot, and so for me to go without chocolate may not be the same level of sacrifice as it might be for somebody else, so... Okay. 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 Be that person's decision. They feel like that was a a fast, or if it wasn't, but I I think it could be. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, I mean, I think uh, you know, uh, other you know, uh, there's there's obviously uh, fast um, recommendations out there uh, for the purpose of losing weight. Yes. But but that's that's not our purpose. I mean, our our purpose is 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 around. You know our spiritual life, um, and uh, like you said, uh, you know, not doing something um, that we normally would and, and involves a sacrifice. What, why, why would we want to fast? I mean, what's the, what would you say is are some of the the reasons that we would go into doing a fast? Well, that's a great question, and it's a question I'm sure that that a lot of people would ask, and especially it seems like to me. In a lot of circles these days, fasting is something that's not talked about a whole lot. There's not a, 
mm-hmm. a lot of understanding around it and around fasting in certain circles. And so that's a great question that a lot of people probably have. And when, when I personally fast and what I understand the Bible to teach about this and some other teaching that I've heard over the years about this, it's easy to think that maybe we're trying to earn something from the Lord or trying to fast to, to score points or, or something like that. But really, my approach, you know, God loves me, he loves you, loves all of your listeners with a love that's greater than our human minds can understand. And so there's nothing we can ever do that will cause him to love us more or cause mm-hmm. him to accept mm-hmm. us more. We're accepted because of what Jesus did. But what fasting does is it, it as we mentioned, we're, we're basically denying ourselves something that we normally would be having. Mm-hmm. And yeah. no one likes to deny themselves because you got to say no to something that you want to say yes to. But in the process of doing that, when you set aside a certain amount of time to go without something that you normally have, and you decide, I'm going to spend that time praying about something specific, or I'm going to seek the Lord, or, or just prepare my heart to receive something maybe He wants to, to tell me. To me, I use the analogy of kind of clearing the air. You know, fasting kind of clears mm-hmm. the air and kind of prepares my heart to receive from the Lord. Right. I'm not earning anything okay. from Him, but I'm preparing myself to receive something from Him. Okay. That's good. I, I like that. That's a that's a great way of looking at that. Um, so, um, well, I, you know, uh, again, um, th- this is biblical. I mean, we we know that. Of course, I guess the the thing I think about is is Jesus. You know. Uh, just before he begins his public ministry, I mean, he was in the he was in the desert for forty days, and and that was that was kind of a forced fast, if you will. But yes. but um, he also, I think, if I'm not mistaken, he his some of his words were when you fast, not so much yes. if you fast. So so I think there is an expectation that that uh, that we as his followers. Would do some time like this. Um, sure. Now, as you know, I'm associated with the Methodist Church, and our founder John Wesley, uh, he wouldn't ordain his people. He wouldn't. He wouldn't send his his ministers out if they weren't fasting. I mean, that, wow. You know, he he made that a requirement <laughs> that that they be right. fasting, and he he his personal practice was Wednesdays, you know, and often Fridays, but. Um, uh, I, I was reading about him today. He, he would fast beginning on Thursday, kind of coinciding with with uh, uh, Jesus going into the Garden of Gethsemane, and right. then he would continue that fast until mid-afternoon on Friday, when Jesus declared it is finished. So wow. I thought that was a wonderful, um, you know, parallel. Is that okay? We're talking about some of the most difficult hours in Jesus' you know, life on earth uh, when, when we are giving up something and we're trying to, to, to be close to him. So I, I thought that was really neat. That, there, I know there's other examples of fasting in Scripture too, right? There are. Uh, as a matter of fact, if, if you read the Bible and you, you look for these examples, the Bible's full of examples of fasting, and you mentioned Probably the most common one, or the one we think about mm-hmm. most commonly, is is when Jesus did fast there for 40 days and had no food for 40 days when he was beginning his public ministry. Right. But besides that example, you have 
Um, a number of examples in the Old Testament, uh, Moses taught the Israelites to fast as he was leading them from their time of captivity in Egypt to the promised mm-hmm. land. He taught them to fast. King David spoke of fasting. Queen Esther declared a fast all through her kingdom, which led okay. to the, eventually, you know, God saving the Jews from the schemes right. and plots of hate. In the story mm-hmm. of Jonah, there was fasting and many others. And then in the New Testament, you have the example of Jesus, and also you have the early apostles who fast on a regular basis. And I think about one example that comes to mind to me is when they were going to ordain somebody into the ministry, so to speak, or they were going to commission someone, they would oftentimes pray and fast and then lay hands on that person or those people and commission Mm -hmm. them. They did that with with Paul and Barnabas and prayed for them. And so that's their practice. Yes, sir. Sure, sure. Okay. That's great. Well, so so, um, I know I'm considering... you know, I've never I've never fasted like this before. Um, I am considering, you know, doing that. I've I've been doing some research and some reading, and and you know, our conversation has been very helpful. So, if there are others that are, you know, thinking, okay, I I I think this would would be something I would want to do. I want to spend that time with the Lord. And so, how how am I going to start? Where where do I where do I begin, Mike? What's the what's your advice? Well, that's another great question, and I think one good starting place is to understand there are different kinds of fasts that the Bible talks about. And so it could be that we need to first of all decide, well, which one's the best one for us, or which one's the best one for us during this specific season. And we've talked about the fast that Jesus did for 40 days, and that was basically what I would call a complete fast. He went without any food. And right. he had water, it says there in the Bible in Matthew 4 and also in Luke 4, where it record, records him doing that, that after 40 days he was hungry. So he, we know he had no food. Mm-hmm. He did have water. Mm-hmm. Okay. There were other fasts also. And I know personally from my personal experience, and you know this from my job at, at, at Camp Harrison where you and I met, my job mm-hmm. is very physically demanding. I've got to stay very mm-hmm. active and do physically hard work. So I've kind of learned over the years that I, it's not wisdom for me if I'm working to do a complete fast. I, I need to okay. have some kind of calorie intake. And so right, what right. I would please to do is an example of what I call the Daniel fast. And that's okay. found in Daniel chapter 10. It's a fast okay. that Daniel, the prophet Daniel did. In his case, he went for 21 days. You could do it for a longer period of time or a shorter period of time. But what he did is he didn't abstain from food completely, but uh-huh. he cut out all meats and all desserts. And okay. so basically, he didn't have any pleasant food. And so okay. he cut out those foods that he normally would have had. He would have probably had some meat, would have had some sweet foods at times. But he cut all those out for that period of time that he was fasting and he really pressed into the Lord and prayed during that time. So that's a mm-hmm. fast that I personally practice quite a bit because my job is so demanding. Right. There's times right. I might do a complete fast if I have a couple of days where I'm not as having to really exert as much energy physically. I may do a complete sure. fast and just drink water or water and juice. Uh-huh. So you can do that either way. So I think the first step is, okay, decide 
which fast do I want to start with? Which one okay. is the best one for me during this time? Is it a complete fast for a period of time and just drink water? Or is it water mm-hmm. and juice? Or is it maybe to have some food if my body needs some food, uh, but then abstain from things that I would like to have? So there is that element of fasting involved. But I'm cutting out things that otherwise would have, but I'm still taking in things that my body needs. I believe God is, is good with that when we when our body needs that for, for work reasons or whatever else, to have something right. and to keep us sustained during that time. Right, right. Okay, okay. Well, that's good. That's a, you know, and I guess you you just have to, you you got to be aware of your medical conditions. I mean, if you have, if you have any kind of, issues you need to talk to your physician and and those kind of things i mean we would never you know just suggest somebody to do this if they've got you know medical uh, uh concerns so you know we people need to you know obviously uh discuss that with with their medical professionals so um yes, well i like the you know the whole idea of maybe starting you know with with a meal or um or something like that you know and and um like I say, I, I kind of like this idea of a, you know, Thursday, Thursday evening uh, to, to midday on Friday, because that's a yeah. time when I personally could I could spend a lot of that time in prayer and in studying God's word. So, right. um, you know, I could see doing, you know, water and juices, um, and uh, you know, not a lot of, you know, maybe not even not. For that short a period of time to start with, I don't know that I'd have to do a lot of solid food. You know, if I did a lot of juices and, you know, some kind of a protein shake or something like that, you know, to get a little bit of those calories. So, um, yeah, so that, that's good. That's good. Um, well, I guess, the, I guess, you know, too, when you're coming out of a fast, particularly something that's a little bit longer, there must be some cautions or some things to keep in mind. Um, if you've gone for, you know, a number of days or 21 days on, on a Daniel fast, then, then, uh, are there things that we need to, to remember as we're, we're coming out of that? Yes, for sure. And I'm glad you mentioned about, um, a person just being realistic with their, their medical conditions. If somebody does have an underlying medical condition that requires certain kinds of foods in their system or requires a certain kind of nutrition, you want to certainly consult your doctor, make sure that he or she are, are partnering with you to advise you the best mm-hmm. way to do this. And I like to use the phrase, you want to ease into fasting and also ease out of it. And so you okay. mentioned maybe starting with one meal or starting with maybe one day and then growing from there over time. And that's really important. It kind of gets your body accustomed to it and it might make it easier, and it's, it's never fun to go without food. I mean, none of us like that, but it makes it easier. Your body gets used to being disciplined that way. But then when you sure. come off of the fast, and I'm glad you asked that question, because I've got some personal stories I could tell where I didn't do it with any wisdom and really regretted it. <laughs> mm, I remember one okay. time, for example, I, I did a, a two-day fast. It was a complete fast from all food. I, had, I did have water, and mm-hmm. no food for a full 48-hour period, and I broke the fast grade with a meat lover's pizza. Uh-oh. <laughs> I, I regretted that. i tell you what, I, I was young, and I was I was uh, not very smart. thought I was invincible, and my body let me know that I was not. 
<laughs> and so I've heard others share similar stories, and so a lot of us have been there. But I think what you want to do, and I, I've learned to do this, if, if you've been on a, a Daniel fast for a period of time, so your body hasn't had any meat, hasn't had a lot of sugar, um, you don't want to go get a steak your first meal off the fast. I just feel like if you do that, sure. you're probably just you're, you're probably going to hurt your body. You're going to kind of shock your mm-hmm. system. Yeah, your system needs to be able to kind of ease back into digesting. So. I like to start with applesauce or yogurt or some toast or something like that that's easy to mm-hmm. digest, easy for your body to break down, and then over a couple of days, work back in those things that you usually have. And if you've done a complete fast with no food for a period of time, you for sure don't want to grab, you know, a, a steak or something like that right. because your body's really definitely not be ready for that. You want to ease in, sure. ease off the fast by easing back into your regular diet, your regular routine, and have some foods that are easy for your body to kind of break down and and uh, mm-hmm. get your digestive mm-hmm. system functioning normally again over a period of a couple of days. Sure, sure. Okay, okay. Good, good. Well, I think that's great. That's some, that's some real good tips and, um, uh, you know, uh, discussion about the fasting. And I think it's, you know, I guess uh, – uh, and I don't know how, how you go about what, what you're doing in your spiritual time of that. We've been talking about the, the absence of, um, so we don't, we don't have a lot of time left, uh, Mike, but, but, uh, you know, my plan would have been to, I think it's going to be to, um, you know, uh, prepare with a list of, of scripture that I want to read and meditate over, um, you know, um, and really, really get into and, and listen for, for God to be speaking back to me, you know, during that time. Um, and, uh, I think it would involve a lot of, a lot of scripture and a lot of prayer, um, uh, about, you know, uh, about whatever I've chosen to, to zero in on. Is, is that the general idea of, of the time that you're going to spend, uh, in, in with, with God? Is that, is that how you've approached it? Yes, sir, it sure is. I, I think, you know, you're sacrificing one thing to be able to give more time to something else and to prepare your heart, kind of consecrate your heart, bring your body into submission, so to speak, and and, and all that for the purpose of really seeking the Lord, praying, worshiping, and I, I, what you described is exactly right. I, I think that's exactly what we're doing, just really taking that time and, and waiting upon the Lord either something specific on our heart or just to receive whatever he has on his heart for us. I think mm-hmm, fasting is a helpful mm-hmm. tool that we can kind of incorporate into our our spiritual routine, um, along right. with prayer, worship, and Bible study and, and all that. It is just like you said. Right, right. Okay, great, great. Well, guys, Mike, I just I really thank you. Uh, I think uh, for those that are, might be listening and considering, I think he's got a, a lot of good information. Um I'm gonna. You've, you've uh, recommended a couple of books, and I'm gonna put. I'm gonna post that along with our post, with our link to the to the podcast, so people can see that. Um, right. You'd recommended uh, Derek Prince uh, with a book on fasting, how to fast successfully. Um, yes. And then I think another one, uh, Mahish uh, Chavda, uh, the yes. hidden power of prayer and fasting. Now you know that. That that title entices me. I mean, you know, that's uh, I, I, I'm gonna have to check that out. Um, yeah. So that's sure. what I'm looking for. I mean, I, I'm looking for that. That's that's exactly why I'm 
researching and, and wanting to wanting to go down that road is is uh, to discover some of that power of prayer during that time of fasting. So um, we'll include that in, in some of our posts so people can see those those recommendations. Mike, thank you so much. That has been a great uh, chat, and um, I hope that folks uh, will uh, will be listening. And, and uh, Mike, thank you so much. I sure do appreciate your time, and uh, I love you, brother. And, and thanks for having me again today. It's always great to be with you. We get to talk to you and your listeners, and look forward to doing it again sometime. Hopefully, my special guest, Mike Roberts from North Wilkesboro, North Carolina associate pastor at Unified City Church. I appreciate that you chose to listen to the podcast today. I invite you to follow us and share a link to the podcast with your friends. Young's Concrete of Greenwood, South Carolina has sponsored this episode, and we are very grateful for their support. This enables us to reach more people with encouragement to train for godliness. Remember, God's love endures forever. Until next time, this is Chaplain Gray.